Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of Do We Know Them? I am Jesse Smiles. And I'm Lily Marston. Cheers, we've made it to episode three. And hopefully this is a Sunday that this has come out. Oh my gosh. I mean, I don't really want to torture you guys with the details of why our last episode came out on Monday instead of Sunday, but let's just say it was a long, excruciating journey. It involved tears. I thought Lily was going to just jump out her apartment window. It was bad. I, I didn't cry, but that was only because I was so tired and dehydrated that there was no tears. How many times have you and I been involved in a project that involved you not sleeping? Do you want to really get specific on that? (laughs) No specifics. Just wondering. Literally every time Lily's helping me or we're doing something together, it just involves her just... It's always horrible for you. I don't know why. The point is that we definitely tried. We filmed... Well, we filmed one day late because of my COVID and strep, um, you know, debacle. Or I don't know why I always use that word. That's not the right word. But I like you guys were debacle. so sweet, by the way. <laughs> Everybody was so nice. Like, thank you for filming, even though you had COVID and strep. Guys, we're very serious about this. And if you're wondering, I'm not feeling that much better. I don't know. I was sure that like once the fever was gone, like I'm, I was good. And it turns out I still feel like shit and um, I'm still testing positive. So it's funny because even your mom actually responded to um, one of my stories. I'm trying to pull it up right now. What? I DM with so many people. I respond to so many stories. When I'm drunk, I respond to stories. It Like, it's disgusting. Everybody's story is a close friend's story, and it's made just for me. Same. Like, it'll be people from, like, rent, like high school people that I've not talked to in forever, and I'm like, oh my god, so cute, love that! And then, all, <laughs> but, but the thing is, I'm not drunk. I have not been drinking. Yeah. This, actually, cheers, is the first time that I'm drinking, and I d- couldn't even tell you when. No Coors Lattes? I mean, I still will drink them, but when I discovered that I could drink truly, and they don't make me sick. Uh, For anyone watching, I found out like halfway through college that I would get violently ill if I drank anything, basically, until I discovered light beer, which I think essentially because it's like water, my stomach is okay with because it's not a ton at a time. Turns out hard seltzers are also literally like beer. So um, I can drink them and they taste like soda. I know you've done like sponsorships with Truly and stuff, but I fucking hate Truly Lily. Oh, I this isn't... I fucking wish this was sponsored. <laughs> you did a sponsorship with like their lemonade once. And I remember I bought it just because of you. And then when I tasted it, it tasted like toilet water. Oh my God, are you kidding? I love them. Literally, like that's, um, this is my, if someone goes like, oh, you like hard seltzer? What do you want me to get? This would be my first thing. I specifically like the strawberry lemonade. It's probably because you don't have the same, like, you know, the fake sugar, like uh, aspartame. If I even taste that in anything, I cannot drink it and truly's loaded with it. That probably is literally just like in my blood, like (laughs) running through normally. It's like hot ass. Anyway, guys, I'm sorry. We uh, we go on tangents here. I know. I was trying to find the DM from your mom because she was concerned that you were sick too. Yeah, no. uh, My mom has been in shambles ever since I was sick. Like, I see my mom all the time and it's been like, a month since I've seen my mom because right before I got COVID she was sick and we're very dependent on each other and so she's been having a horrible time I think I said this the last time but I I just love your mom She's the best. I flash back to that time we were, um, she was visiting and we all went to the movies and the cab driver was also Cuban and your mom and you and the cab driver and I think your brother was with us too. All of you just started, it, it was like you were yelling in Cuban and your mom was <laughs> So like, just talking. <laughs> but no, no, yelling. And, and your mom was like doing it more because then you were all just making fun of me because I couldn't understand. Oh, love that. Let's get into today's episode, which is about... God knows what. I was like, where, what is it about, Jesse? Please tell us. We have no fucking idea what to do today's episode on, but you know what? This is the reality of doing a weekly episode. On my main channel, I don't know how you feel, Lily, but I definitely am a lot more, that's why I never upload. I'm like, if I don't have anything to say, I'm just not going to fucking say it. You know, like I'm not going to sit here and try to force something out. But when you're doing drama videos or talking about online happenings, sometimes there ain't much happening. And this is a dry week. Well, and I think that in the long run, we would like to be able to do more like evergreen topics that are not 
just like something that happened this week we can talk about more like a general issue that applies or like an old drama that's kind of happened years ago that we can bring back up but um I feel like we need to first get an audience before we can do that so we need to kind of unfortunately stick to the more trending things well I mean I for one I that's what I like I like to consume like trending topics and stuff and I always notice when there's a dip in online activity and this week has just been super dry after ace fest everything was crickets and I feel like there's not much going on however there's a few like miscellaneous topics that we didn't mention because like we didn't feel like they were whole video worthy or whatever so I feel like this is kind of what we're gonna do when it's lower topic weeks is we're just gonna kind of compile a bunch of random shit to talk about and talk about that or we'll pick a topic of something else it'll start as a bunch of random topics but then it'll turn into like one that we talk about for five hours and then (laughs) possibly yeah who knows we're we're a fucking um, mess yeah so what should we discuss first okay so so this was not supposed to be a topic at all this was not even in the realm of topics that we were going to talk about but when we were preparing for this video um or this podcast i suppose is what this is that we're doing here i brought up what's her fucking name christy carlson romano honestly when you were just introducing it i had already forgotten what we had talked about and i was like shit what was it what was it yes um okay christy carlson romano uh the star of even stevens but before we even dive in we do want to start doing this every episode we just keep forgetting um to start each topic with a do we know them because that is the whole concept and title of the show yeah um this one is not a yes but it's not a no (laughs) The other day I was on Facebook where all good things happen and I saw videos of hers. She's essentially just walking in a park and she was answering why she's not friends with Shia LaBeouf, which I thought was like, I was like, okay, girl, like who asked? But like, whatever. Okay. But no, Christy Carlson Romano hate question mark. Like, I don't really know anything about her. I'm not like here to just be a bitch. But anyway, when I saw it, I got a weird vibe. Everyone was super eating it up in the comments. Everyone was like, oh my God, like you're so classy. And the way you explain it is like, so I was like, okay, but I got a weird vibe. And if there's something, listen, it's every fucking time that I get a vibe I'm always right, okay? I'm not here to claim that I'm some sort of witch or something, but every fucking time, there doesn't have to be anything that happens, but when I feel a weird vibe about someone, it's always confirmed. So anyway, then you fast forward, and there was another video that popped up from Christy Carlson Romano, and it was about how she was supposed to be, what was the role? Um, Anne Hathaway, the the princess of Genovia? What's oh, I, I didn't know that that was it. I feel like she there was also one What's about that movie? she like... Uh, Princess Diaries. Princess Diaries. She's talking about how she was supposed to get that role. And I was like, girlfriend, that gives me very much Madison Beer. I was supposed to be in the video vibes. I feel like I can't, I hate saying this because then everyone on Twitter is like, you're lying, I hate you. I was supposed to be in the video. Really? Who are you gonna be? So it's hilarious to me that you found it on Facebook because she's been uploading those on YouTube for quite a while because she, okay. I love that there's Christy Carlson Romano lore that I had no idea about. Like, I love this. The fact that you brought her up and I have personal context to add to it is the strangest coincidence. I mean, honestly, I've had a lot of strange coincidences in my life lately, but this is probably up there. Years ago, probably like three years ago now, do you remember there was the trend um, Ryan Trahan actually started it, who just did the Penny uh, to Mr. Beast challenge, which... Did you watch that? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh my God, I highly recommend it. It's Ryan Trahan. He's great. And he did a 30-day challenge where, you know, the penny challenge where you start with a penny and you trade up to try and make more money. Oh, I've heard of stuff like that, yeah. So he did it, but he did it in a way that he was going to deliver a beast from California to North Carolina to bring it to Mr. Beast. And then he vlogged every single day. So it was basically like Vlogmas meets Penny Challenge. Anyway... (laughs) tangent he back in the day he's he comes up with a lot of creative ideas and he was the one that came up with i dm'd 100 celebrities to see who oh, responded I've seen that. Yeah, yeah and my old coworker renee texts me and she goes oh my god you have to do this i would do it but i'm not verified and i feel like you would have better luck and i looked at it i was like i don't want to do that she goes we'll get drunk and i was like Fuck it, fine, sure, come over, let's do it. Oh, I remember your video now. I'm, I'm, it's all coming together, yeah. You could go watch it if you want. Don't really recommend because I think it's the drunkest I've been on camera. By the end of it, I'm not making any sense. At one point in it, 
we mentioned that we wanted to message Christy Carlson Romano and we were gonna literally why I be honestly because 100 does not seem like a lot but once you start doing it it got to the point that we were like, like who the fuck else do we message I don't mean this in a mean way it's just that I actually forgot she existed right the second after I stopped watching even Stevens like I've never thought of her or like anything it must have been like we were looking through like old Disney people or I honestly I I don't even care enough to look what brought it up but I very much like Chrissy Carl's in Toronto and I say it in the video but my ADHD is so bad and I was drunk and I forgot we were just like doing a bunch of stuff so I didn't actually message her but then when I was editing I noticed that I mentioned her name and I was like oh my god shit why didn't I message her during so I was like well what if I message her now just to include it because I had a funny question to ask I don't usually fake my videos there's not much to fake but this one I was like maybe I can add it in and make it seem like we did it that night little did I know Christy Carlson Romano would not only read my message but respond to it the same day I think I'll have to pull it up my question was I believe can you confirm did the did we land on the moon in did you watch the, the musical episode no you were not a big even Stevens fan clearly oh wait you're talking about even Stevens no I don't I mean I've watched like so many episodes but I don't recall a musical episode off the top of my head okay it Stop was putting pressure uh, on me. Stevens I believe it's called the influenza uh, and it was like they were all Sick, so basically hallucinating and it turned into a musical oh that rings a bell and that they're in a classroom a and she has like a report on the moon landing and she starts singing that so, does ring a bell yes so this is i just pulled it up may 27 2019 and i go was hoping you could tell me what year we went to the moon. I would have liked her to respond. Uh, it's something about like 19, 1969 and not the year after or something. I was hoping she would respond to the, with the line. But instead, the next, I guess not same day, next day, next morning, she goes, LOL, we should do a YouTube collab sometime. Okay, okay. It's all coming, it's all coming together, Lily. So this is 2019. Oh and I was like, I'm dying because I did this for a YouTube video. You are a true icon. Because I really wasn't even Steven's fan. And at the time, she wasn't really on YouTube. This was like literally right before she launched her YouTube channel. So she goes, thank you. For real, let's set something up. And I said, would love nothing more. And she gave her email address. That was also like right before, I don't know. I think I just like wasn't uploading much and I never reached out because I didn't have a reason to do it. So you've never met her? No, 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 no. So after that, that was the extent of our um, conversation. But then if you look her YouTube channel, I don't even think you saw the most dramatic of her YouTube headlines. It's how I lost all of my money. Why I don't talk to Shia LaBeouf. What Disney Channel made me say. What happened on the set of Cadet Kelly? Listen, bitch, you don't get to ruin Cadet Kelly for me. You do not get to do that. All those very dramatic ones didn't start until like 2021. And they all were these awkward walk and talk videos. But before that, she tried to make the whole YouTube channel be based like on general like Disney and like old teen nostalgia a month after she messaged me. So she had just been launching her YouTube channel and she clearly was looking for some promo. And I think I was not completely irrelevant at the time. I think it was right after I left Clever. So I probably was getting a lot of engagement and she was like, oh, this could help. Then again, I don't really know how that fits into her whole concept because she launches this channel under the show introducing Christie's kitchen throwback. So she then Hmm. starts having on all these old Disney stars, which absolutely that makes sense. Like who else could do that other than Christy Carlson Romano? And actually she did um, have Joey Graceffa on pretty early, but you can even see that didn't do well compared to all of the other stuff. So he felt into her clout goblin ways. I I could have been there too. (laughs) When you read your message, like that was just, it just clicked in my brain because that is the exact vibe that she gave me very much so like let's get together and film a youtube video like i hate oh i hate that but i mean listen i get it we're on the internet like we have to we don't have to collaborate but a lot of people do collaborate to like last on the internet yeah, but yeah, like yeah. the 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 vibe always like weirds me out when, people when it's are, like you don't want to like meet up and like meet me first of course they don't she literally could not give a fuck less about you like it's just like uh so let's get together and film something See, like that seems uh, strange because like unless you like 
very like I know Christy Girls and Romano probably had never in her life seen a video of me so it's not even like oh I feel like I know you I wouldn't want to collab with someone random that I didn't know am I incorrect like I know she did Cadet Kelly I know she wasn't even Stevens and listen there really is no good reason that I don't like her <laughs> and it's not that I don't like her I feel like that's so dramatic I really am not saying that I don't like Christy Carlson Romano I just she gives me a weird vibe and also in addition I feel like she just I don't know I, something rubs me the wrong way about her videos especially the ones where later on obviously not here later on she's just walking in a park answering questions like why I'm not friends with Shia LaBeouf and telling people she was supposed to be the princess of Genovia. I don't know. She just weirds me out. So let's get to that really quick. Sorry, I'm taking so long. Um, so basically you scroll through, she really keeps up the food thing and she honestly really commits to it. But then she decides, oh my God, it's hilarious because the, the one right before it has 12,000 views and then she's like fuck this I'm gonna spill I don't know what she watched or who suggested this to her or what clicked in her brain to be like oh my god story times well I know what clicked in her brain she saw the trend of story times on YouTube because I was guess like, but that didn't start 11 months ago so like no yeah I guess not like she could have started her YouTube channel with that but she started it trying to be like still kind of Maybe she was hoping for some kind of like Disney revival of something and it never happened. But so 11 months ago, she uploads the truth about the Disney Channel and that has 513,000 views. Yeah, and that's where it began. The next one is why I ran away from Hollywood, 430,000 views. Then the next two are huge. Um, why I don't talk to Shia LaBeouf anymore, got yep, 2 million that's views. that's the one I saw. That obviously got for sure picked up by mainstream outlets and got shared a bunch of places. So that makes sense to do well. Next one is how I lost all my money and the thumbnail is like Disney ears and money and it's just like in flames. The thing I didn't like about the Shia LaBeouf video is number is super clickbaity and really her only answer was like, well, it's not that we're not friends. It's just that like, you know, we were just working together and then we didn't really talk after that. Like we're just not that close. Pretty much just like the standard like we were co-workers, but not best friends outside of work. And then yeah. we stopped working together and had no reason to see each other. And not like, we had this huge fight, which... I mean, listen, every YouTuber has clickbaited to some extent. I just find it, like, if I was Shia LaBeouf, I'd be like, that's weird, girl. Like, you could have kept that one in the drafts. Like, why'd you have to fucking do that? You know, I think she probably did it because Shia LaBeouf feels like an easy target because I do not think that man is on YouTube very often. And he has kind of a lot going on in his personal life. I don't even know what he's doing these days. Didn't he get in a lot of trouble? I don't know. But I, I know that, like, that makes it almost weirder to me. That, no, I was going to say, to me, it makes it more kind of, like, feel dirty because I'm like, if he's, like, suffering with, like, major, like, addiction issues, and like in the news already why are you gonna bring this up that was the first video I ever saw of her and yeah on Facebook I mean Facebook people are brain dead like everybody everybody on that godforsaken website is just so awful but like the majority of the comments on Facebook were very supportive to her and like oh my god like you're just so classy and this and that and I'm like are you guys like aware she gets paid for this? Like a lot. <laughs> like I don't think people realize how much. And it's maybe. like a 2 million views on a video. That's bringing in a good chunk of change. Listen, this is not what this episode is about. Okay, we're not we're not here just to slander Christy Carlson Romano and ruin your childhood. I almost would like to talk to her. I don't know if she'd be honest about it. But to be like, what inspired your change in content? Because it's such a hard left. And then it, Come on, Lily. it starts as like, she's going to be like money. <laughs> maybe she has been wanting to do it for a long time, but has been like a little nervous to do it. I want to know what like pushed her over the edge. <laughs> and also that they start very much about her, but then she starts bringing in other people. It's when she brings in the other people that it gets, starts to get weird and kind of, it just feels kind of desperate. Again, like you said, every YouTuber does clickbait. I've sure I've clickbaited stuff, but usually not at the detriment of other people. And this isn't necessarily like the videos themselves aren't bad about the people, but for example, how Katy Perry got my record deal. Christy oh, Carlson no, Milano, I do not, not. No, I do not believe for a second. Oh my God, she's Madison bearing it up. She's literally like, I, that, like it was supposed to be me. Like, <laughs> I was supposed to be in the video. <gasps> really? <laughs> and then exactly the one you brought up, how I lost uh, the Princess Diaries to Anne Hathaway. You lost it because Anne Hathaway's better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's the princess of Genovia. So Christy, you know, 
I wish you well. Uh, and honestly, I don't know why I feel so strongly towards you. I don't know. You didn't do anything to me. I think she even clickbaits poor Hillary Duff. No, she doesn't. That's where I draw the line. Anyway, I feel like we're spending too long on this topic. <laughs> so weird, though, that you brought it up and that I was like, oh, my God, wait. Yes, I absolutely know who Christy Carlson Romano is. Yeah, I don't know why I brought her up. I have no clue how we got here. But you know what? I'm glad. Glad we came. The next topic. We're just coming up with stupid shit to talk about. The next topic that we should talk about is Addison Ray's father. This isn't necessarily stupid shit. This is just like fucked. <laughs> yeah, I, okay, guys, if you don't know who Addison Ray is, let's just start off with do we know her? I do not know Addison Ray personally. No, I've never met or seen her in person, nor do I know anyone. I'm sure I know people that have met her, but I do not have any mutual friends whatsoever. At all. I want to say I don't really know much about this the only thing that i've heard is kind of the whisperings around the interwebs which is that essentially addison ray's dad is a super big fucking creep who is like creeping on young women i mean they're not minors or anything but he's being super creepy last i heard wasn't he married to fucking addison's mom and why is he so weird and why am i hearing about her fucking dad let me tell you something right now okay we're gonna get into it i don't know much about it lily i think knows more than i do but what i do want to say right now is that if my father even thought about this i would stick him in a fucking the nearest nursing home and i wouldn't let him out this is so embarrassing. And actually, I feel like you could probably give a good perspective because I feel like when you were first coming up, you were around the same age and he was coming to like events with you and stuff. So you might know a little more about like... My mom actually went to more things than my dad did. But I feel like if it's a scenario where it's a family friendly thing, like there's other parents there of like fans or something, or even if it is a playlist or whatever, that's fine. The thing is, is that Addison Ray's dad is not going... These aren't industry events by any stretch. He's going to like clubs in LA and stuff. Addison Ray's dad is trying to fuck me. I swear to God. That is the fucking bingo right there is that Addison Ray's dad, which I will not even learn his name. I just cannot be bothered. But he is going to events like he was at the press conference for Austin McBroom's boxing event. Okay, why the fuck are That's you there? So yeah, he was there. And I'm sure he would he would play it off as like, yeah, I'm networking. I think that he thinks that he's an influencer. And I think he thinks that he has in his own right gathered attention, just like Logan Paul's dad. Like he's very much giving JP coming at you vibes. Obviously, Logan Paul's dad was way worse, like literally kissing underage girls and stuff for skits. But even without any of the, it's like far before any of this cheating stuff or like, like him being creepy can I just pull up this video for you to watch and tell me that you don't just these alone I don't I don't know why Addison didn't draw the line at these because they're the most embarrassing cringy things ever I'm not super familiar with her rise to fame but I think a lot of her videos in the beginning got big because she did them with her mom and her mom's like young and oh, her yeah. dad's young too so it's like they did like fun dances together so right. it was like weird to see parents doing the dance and it was like actual dances that like I can I mean I'm, I can't learn any choreography but like they were good at doing the dances relatively speaking there's a family TikTok and then I think they both have their own accounts so to your earlier point yes I do think he thinks he's an influencer see honestly I bless the mom's heart because I feel very bad for what she's going through right now but the mom dancing all the time it makes me cringe as well wait what do you mean you feel bad did he cheat on her yeah so the story <gasps> is that apparently relationship history wise they've like gotten separated I don't know if they've actually gotten divorced but separated and back together before and at this point in time allegedly they were separated I know this is gonna sound so bitter but like that is so cringe what they're doing they're not harming anyone and they're not doing anything that's like illegal and therefore I have to say rock on but you know what it does bother me for some reason so they were separated back together had a it's safe to say a rocky relationship and they very well may have been separated and that's honestly irrelevant to the conversation because the 
the reason why people are even talking about Addison Rae's dad is because he's with all these like young girls and there have been leaked DMs and leaked messages that are so cringe that they just they literally make me shrivel up into a dark hole like it is just so bad so one of them was him basically telling a girl that like you're gonna be the queen of like my empire like you said there's two reasons that people are mad I guess one of them could be irrelevant because maybe he wasn't cheating and it was either an open uh, open relationship or they were not together at the time and also that he's been hitting on all these young girls which aren't underage but like look Addison's age which make it creepy as well and there's been videos from a few different girls but mainly he has this one side chick that he's been having an affair with for like five months and her name's Renee and she is the one that has been posting a bunch about it afterwards okay so from my understanding Addison Ray's dad he was at like a club or a bar or something he was hitting on a girl then he was being filmed by like that girl's friend of like oh my god Addison Ray's dad is trying to like pick up my friend and then that got back to the girl that he was apparently dating and so she went like off on Instagram stories and was like heartbroken that he like played her and the the girl that he'd been dating for a while is the text messages that you were just about to reference where it's him being like be the queen of my empire motherfucker your empire Uh, like honestly I'm sure Addison's making a shit ton of money I can't even imagine what her net worth is at this point and I know she has a lot of deals that she's like she has a deal with Netflix she has a fucking lip gloss I have it right here she has her yeah Yeah. she has her beauty stuff like she has a lot of hands in different things but I guess you would call that an empire but it's like it's not yours it's not like you're like Rihanna's kit where it's like you're set for life although we will say that that obviously Addison came from money Like, obviously, she's privileged and they had money before she started the internet. I think that's pretty apparent. True, which is ironic. I know they moved to L.A. for her to pursue it more. And I wonder, Like, that's such a privileged thing to do. But I wonder in that move, did the parents, like, get new jobs? Did they do anything or did they just then start relying on her i can't imagine a million dollars says that they manage her they don't strike me as the ones that are like asin can you send me money for the power bill no but they probably manage her and pull a chris jenner and it's like 10 percent of everything yeah yeah, and manage her money but for him to refer to it as an empire that then he would have access to i don't think there's that much money because he also refers to it as private jet money Kylie Jenner just has, I mean, that's a whole story actually right now that she apparently takes it from Camarillo to Van Nuys. But even the richest people don't have private jets. I'm not saying that Asin isn't on her way, but like he's so living in another reality because he also tells the girlfriends like, if you get paparazzi, don't say anything. Who the fuck is paparazziing this random lady you're having an affair and with? And also, like, I, it gives me very much vibes of like my uncle, who when we used to go on cruises, he would like sit in the club and watch his sons. Like he wanted them to like get girls, like, and he would just sit there like, "Did you talk to any girls?" Like literally living through them and that's how I feel Addison's dad is but like he took it too far and he got too involved one of the creepiest things is then Tana Mojo goes on Jeff's podcast and she had already said on her podcast way earlier she had alluded to a a TikTok parent that she had seen doing coke and like was out like trying to hook up with girls but she didn't say who everyone I think kind of automatically assumed it was Addison's dad but now that she went on Jeff's podcast she didn't give a fuck and she was just like well might as well say it all now and she actually said that she thinks this is just the beginning and there's going to be a bunch more stuff that comes out, which I hope for Addison's sake that that's not the I'm case. I'm sure that Addison is super uncomfortable and this also brought me back to a time where my cousin actually whom I do not speak to anymore but he used to unbeknownst to me okay we would take pictures together because he was my cousin I mean technically I guess he's still my cousin but he would take pictures with me like this was like in the prime vine days okay i'm talking smack dab in the middle of everything i couldn't go anywhere without people knowing who i was in miami it was like it was insane and he would take my pictures with him and put them on like tinder and then he would get girls who would be like oh my god you know jesse and he's like that's my cousin and that's how he would get girls and when i figured that out i was so fucking pissed and i remember one of them was um she was the daughter of the inventor not the inventor but like the ceo of vapor shark which was like one of the first like vape brands in in miami and when she came over like she was just like obviously 
a little giddy. Like, I don't know. Like, she was giving me the vibe. I'm like, I think she might know me or whatever. And it turns out she did. And that's how he got her. And so, like, he would just bring girls over to my home who he met because they were fans of mine. So I was thinking about that with Addison's dad because I'm like, if he uses that as, like, a like what Addison Ray fan would, like, be like, yeah, I'm going to hook up with Addison's dad in order to meet. I, I feel like that's, like, a, a line that most people would be like, oh. I don't think so. There's girls that would be interested in Addison Ray's dad just because of his money, like not even anything to do with Addison Ray. There's obviously people in general that chase after that type of thing. But I absolutely believe that there are women that will just be with him because he's Addison Ray's dad. Because I'm going to be honest, like he's not all that in a bag of chips. Like he's just not. And he gives me like creepy. Like <laughs> we used to go to Dolphin Mall in Miami and there used to be men that look just like Addison Ray's dad just like sitting and watching us when we were like 16 years old like he gives me those vibes and I can't imagine he would have too many suitors I need to show you this message he there's a text that leaks that he sent to his the girl he was having an affair with and it's like hope this brightens your day oh my god I know what you're talking about it's the worst you know the emoji of the like the standing guy that people use when someone's just standing there awkwardly that's what he looked like he was just there like Oh, 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 that's a photo with her. No, 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 no. What? No. What? Is that Addison? Is that her mom? No, that's the girl. Oh my God, I thought that was Addison. Oh, I just shit my pants. I thought that was fucking Addison, Lily. I was like, breaking news. Jesus, no. This is the 25-year-old, though, that he was having an affair with. Why does she look like Addison? <gasps> Listen, again, we have to just reiterate, there's nothing illegal going on here, but it certainly feels like it. When you're looking at it. And I know immediately after all this came out, um, both Sherry and uh, Sherry changes her. Inst I don't know what it said before, but it, she changes her Instagram bio to single mom. Allegedly, Sherry and Addison both unfollowed the dad on Instagram. So wait, Addison unfollowed her dad? As far as I know, the both her mom and Addison both unfollowed the dad. I love that. Which, I oh mean, my gosh. I, well, then I that means, so, yeah, she feels the way that we feel, which is like, fucking stop. This is embarrassing. Embarrassing. Yeah, like how I I feel so bad, and all all of the reactions have been like very like leaving her comment because she's basically acting like nothing happened and just posting anyway. As she and should. Comments, she doesn't have to like respond to this. Oh, absolutely. But people are like, we support you. Sorry about your dad. <laughs> oh my god, how fucking embarrassing. <laughs> I'm like, oh my, I just that's the thing. I'm like, I just feel so bad for her because we didn't even finish. So the Tana Mojo stuff, she starts name dropping him in the podcast finally and saying that's who it is. You know, we should talk about. <laughs> it's random, but it's just funny. Addison Ray's dad. Yes, I love you in my mind. That he just goes to all these clubs, and she was even saying what I was bringing up earlier with like if you're underage or if you're like just 18 and your parents are coming with you to industry events fine that's not a big deal she goes this wasn't an industry event this was delilah and addison wasn't there this was also <laughs> delilah which is like a club like you know what i mean it's not like it was like an event for something in the space where he's showing up to network like he's showing up allegedly in my opinion to do blow and try to fuck bitches and like drink this is the episode of the cloud goblins and he's just another one he just wants he there's no reason why someone his age, who has a family, I mean, whatever, you don't, you get a divorce or whatever, that's fine. But like, at that point in your life, you shouldn't be acting like Logan Paul. Like, you just shouldn't be. Like, that should not be your priority. And I feel like, obviously, he got married, spent a lot of years with a woman, and like, is now living out like his like 20s, it feels like. Like, he's just trying to pretend. I guess. I was like, I am in my 30s and I want nothing less than to go Seriously. to Delilah and hang out. Okay, but so are men. I, men are like, you know. But I, which also makes me think like, is does he know someone that like gets him in or is he like paying to get in and paying using money from Addison oh God, from his empire? Know. Sorry. Uh, it's just all so gross. And then to think that he probably fucked up this whole relationship with his 25-year-old is hilarious. Like, I hope he did. Now you lost your family and your I mistress. mean, literally, well, again, we don't know if it was an affair. We don't know if they were separated, you know. But I will say, really? Like, you're so surprised that Addison Ray's dad cheated on you? Like, I don't know. Maybe he did a good job of, like, making her feel like she really was his queen. But, like, 
Come on. It's a creepy old guy who wants to be with you. Like, wait one sec. And where were they? Because she's from like kind of middle of nowhere, I think. She's from Louisiana. So maybe in Louisiana, they were both like hot shit. And he was like fine with it. And then he got to LA and like discovered that if you have money. Yeah. Slash can like name drop your daughter is being us and Ray I guess that's a cool thing <laughs> for some people Gross. that that is enough to get much younger than men are disgusting what is his name all right just fucking say what his name is I don't know Monty Lopez Monty Monty Lopez who's Ray then what's where's the last name Ray actually you know that you I just yesterday I was like wait then what's Addison's last name is she Addison Lopez well, everyone always thinks my real no, name is Jesse Smiles, Easterling. and my, that is not my last name. Which is funny, because you know that that's one of the first things I ever asked That's what a lot of people ask me that. They're like, is your real last name Smiles? And then you're like, Jessica Vasquez. Yeah, I'm like, who the fuck's Jessica? <laughs> I know. I don't I don't like to be called Jessica. Like, everyone my whole life has called me Jesse. But the Smiles thing was because of, on Instagram, I wanted to change my username, and I was like, I post pictures smiling and I thought that was fucking honestly, epic. I was like, fucking yeah. Honestly, it, it's funny because it's one of the few names that like, even like my Lil's channel with a Z, it's like, okay, how young were you when you <laughs> made that? I feel like Jesse Smiles has really stood the test of time and it doesn't feel weird. It's just like your name. Yeah, so um, Monty Lopez and then Addison though took, that's interesting. Addison took her mom's last name, which is Easterling. I mean, period. Like, I love that, but... That's interesting. Okay. Anyway, I'm so sick of talking about Addison Rae. Last topic I think we will touch on, which full disclosure and transparency, we actually filmed like a, if you want to call it a pilot for this <laughs> whole series and um, did it like a week or so before, maybe two Why weeks Why didn't we the, post that? Because we thought it wasn't going to be topical, but then now I'm looking, I'm like, it would have been fine. Wait, we filmed a whole... Wow, my memory is so shit. So we filmed an episode and it didn't go up? Yeah, we filmed an entire first episode basically where our whole thing in the beginning was that we were each going to bring a topic that maybe the other didn't know about, but then we quickly realized that we both just know about everything. So that was a little <laughs> harder to do. But um, we were both just going to bring a topic. So we were going to do eight passengers and David and Jeff in the whole lawsuit situation. And we did. And it went well. I think the audio, maybe there were some issues. Was that but it? But we... T- we uh, I think we ended up scrapping it, though, just because we thought it was going to oh, be irrelevant. it was going to be irrelevant. That's what it was. Because eight passengers, like, supposedly quit, even though I feel like that isn't even, like, we didn't need to mention that. It would have And been now fine. we're still going to talk so about Jeff <laughs> and David. Exactly. So I was like, we definitely could have used that as the first episode. But um, now we're just even more uh, That's right. So we're going to well, revisit this topic. Yeah. And first off, we want to say, do we know them? I do know David. Yeah, tell us your history with the Vlog Squad because our teaser did show some pictures. Yeah, so there's uh, not much to say. Um, I've met David twice. One time was way before he started on YouTube. So it was like back in the Vine days and I went to his apartment and um, was with all of them there and that was fine. And then I met him again years later at Playlist um, and he was nice. And that was my only interaction with him. I've had a lot more interaction with like the Vlog Squad in general. Not with Jeff. I've never met Jeff. Um, but like Scotty and Todd and Zane and Heath, Zane and Heath, you, you want to know really weird side story about Zane and Heath back in the day, they were the second people I ever met off of Vine. So, so that's even, I was going to say earlier is that it's so strange. Cause I never watched Vine that like I, we've talked that like, it's crazy that I didn't have any clue you were before youtube or anything but i forget that all of them pretty much got like isn't it pretty much the entire vlog squad got their start from yeah the entire i mean scotty all of them were on vine like from the early early days so it's not even like they just like started collab like they've all been friends for a very long time yeah well the thing is that at the very least always knew of each other it's not that they always hung out in that group but then like once everybody moved to la they were always friends like way before david started his channel but so I I met Zane and Heath and I collabed with them because, you know, back in the day on Vine, it would be very Christy Carlson Romano and it would just be like, um, let's get together. Let's film Vines, whatever. Listen, guys, this was a long time ago. I'm not here trying to start any drama. They made me cry. It, it what? was 
so bad. Okay, we've since made up. We, we, we were friends after this and like all of that. But they were so mean to me that I was like shook. So I was with my friend Charlie Classic and they just, okay, when I got started on Vine, I was gonna say TikTok, when I got started on Vine. You had lived so many lives before I met you. I know, you. I really have. So when I first started off, I started off with like, it was called like twerk for Jesse smiles. Oh my God. So cringe. But basically it was like a, a satire situation. It wasn't like literally, you know, I want to twerk or I'm going to, you uh-huh. know, it was like me uh-huh. trying to be sure. funny. Yeah. A lot of people got like, that was the trending hashtag. And Philip DeFranco made like shirts for me, like merch that said twerk for Jesse, like Jesse smiles that he Phil wanted DeFranco? to. Yeah. It was a whole thing. So Dude, literally, who I know, you? but, um, so it was a big thing, whatever. And a lot of the men of Vine were so fucking mean to me and we're just saying like we don't get why the fuck you're even big or any of that like like it would people would constantly it was not a weird event for someone to just like wake up that day and just be a fucking dick to me on twitter like for no reason it's like okay what the fuck did i do to you because i was like remember i was getting big like fast so i got like the first million followers was in less than a month and they did not like that how how did you what did you what what one popped it was the twerking one so it was essentially it was talking about do you have it still can we no i don't know and i don't want you to go fishing for it okay you Um, have it i can find it but basically my first vine that blew up was it was me saying the shit guys care about and it was like it was alluding to like men don't want to hear us talk they just want to see us twerk like you know what i mean like it was like a, a joke about that's what men want something stupid i don't fucking remember okay yeah. but that's what took off and so i guess that i don't know whatever point is zane and heath made so many comments to me when we hung out that time about like how essentially i wasn't funny at all and if i wasn't pretty nobody would give a fuck and like they were making so many comments like that of like oh yeah like i wish i could just get there shake my ass and like people would follow like things like that over and over and over again oh my god i left there and i was sobbing and they were serious they were serious yeah it wasn't even like a huh like they were laughing did it feel like how like like when old people are like oh must be nice to do exactly nothing exactly like that paid. exactly like that and i was so caught off guard because i wasn't expecting that especially from people who like were from florida like they were they're from, they were from fort lauderdale and i was like i don't know i just didn't expect that like i was like why would you hang out with me to like demean me like it was very it was fucked up well and not to be like a, how many followers did they how many followers i don't know but it was less than me <laughs> Exactly. So I was like, why were they being so shitty to you know. if you were kind of like almost doing them a favor? I don't like, know, honestly. And and listen, again, like they wanted to collab with you. Yeah. Right? And we did. And we and we collabed. And, you know, after that, I want to say that we talked that out like years later. Like I was like, you guys were fucking dicks and I'm sure they apologized. And ever since have become like much nicer. Like every time I've been with Zane and Heath, later on they were way less like i think everybody had their diva moment on vine i definitely had my diva moment because i was such a fucking like loser in high school and then all of a sudden you're given millions of followers you're like wait am i amazing like i guess i think it was such a it's one of the first big social media i mean youtube as well but i think those both were the first time that anyone that was just like a normal person had access to suddenly get famous and get a million followers in a month like that was so unheard of that i can't imagine not to be like oh my god poor them like forgive them for any shitty thing that they've ever done but i can't imagine that doesn't have like a severe psychological effect on you to go from being just like oh i have my normal friends to having millions and millions of people be following you like that would fuck with your ego and yeah. boost it to yeah. thinking that you're and i remember it, especially when you're like 20. i mean and when i did um you know i don't really like to think back on that time too much with like the meetup that i had in new york with you know and but it was he must not yeah but but when i look at scenarios like that like yeah it was fucking insane we're talking thousands and thousands of people swarming you guys you were like pulling more people than actual and there were celebrities like there to be but. a part of it like neve from uh catfish and stuff like all those people came and like flew out to go and and be there i mean that's literally so bizarre to think about but it was such a crazy time and and that's why i like give people like that like you know like zane and heath i give them grace because it's like i went i'm sure i said some stupid shit to someone and like didn't see it as like you know i I was just like in a cloud of vine and followers and stuff at one point as well and i think they just were and then again after 
I hung out with them multiple times. They never really made me feel uncomfortable after that. We were friends for years. I don't know. I, I'm nervous sharing this, okay? The point is that I, that's my history with the vlog squad. And then I've gone on like trips. So like when I did Bonnaroo for a brand deal, I stayed in the house with Todd and Scott because they were also part of the brand deal. And, you know, we've hung out like, a lot of times and that is about my extent with the vlog squad but not so much with david i would say you hung out with more of the vlog squad but it was pre-david vlog squad. correct it was like before they had really way before all joined forces yeah. so you haven't seen them like have you seen them vlogging i've him? never seen them vlogging but at playlist it was actually just to pinpoint the time it was when i was pregnant with noah and like david had like a cast on so i guess he had broken his arm he was there in the little section I was in with Zane and Heath and everybody and they were all together, but they were not filming, so. So you, you've you never seen them like in action of like- No, like, but I can imagine. I don't know. Because I also remember what it was like to film with Jason and Brandon Calvillo. And like when they all get together and they're filming content, it's very Vlog Squad vibes. So like I do recall those days, like when we were all filming Vines and stuff. It's so chaotic. It is chaotic, honestly. And it's just too, it's too much for me, honestly. I, I hated hanging out with other influencers who like wanted to film so much content. I don't know, it's draining just to think about. When everyone's trying to get it for themselves. Yeah. I guess just not to backtrack anymore, done with this part of the conversation, but I am just curious. Do you feel like in general, were you specific just getting a lot of misogynistic hateful comments and stuff not just from Zane and them but like online you said you got a lot oh, yeah was that in general to girls you think or was just well you? that's a hard one like, did you feel specifically targeted? I, I did feel specifically targeted for many reasons throughout Vine but I will say that people like okay People like Lele Pons has, have always been shitted on because of her, like, humor. Like, it's, like, little kid humor, and it's not funny. But, like, despite that, um, Lele, as an example, or Amanda Cerny, great example, would get in with the men of Vine. And they would be very oh. catering to the men of Vine, and they do it now on Instagram. And they, they get in with those guys, so they never got so what I if got. So the, if the fans saw that they were like, oh, well, like, Logan Paul thinks she's cool, yeah. so she must yep, be. Yep, literally. So it was like, if they had the clout from the guys, then it was yeah. fine. But if you didn't have the approval from them... Then you then were not funny, you were fat, just, you know, just every fucking bullshit that they could bring they would bring it and i got it heavy on vine on my side i have never met any of the guys i maybe have been like in their presence at some point scotty i met like in passing um when he was dating Kristen. but i've only ever hung out with the girls side some of which are not in it anymore definitely never seen any of them in the environment of david filming his vlogs and not even necessarily from them but i've only heard like whispers of what it's kind of like and what the dynamic is like and I know that like that they, they don't get paid for example and I think so many of those little things and like how he basically has everyone just on call and ready to do whatever he asks so much of that is important leading into the story of what happened with Jeff which if you're unfamiliar and you want to see the clip which I, ooh, it's very graphic don't necessarily recommend if you're I've never watched it if you yeah. Yeah, I have and it's a lot there's Jeff's documentary you can watch and then I'm sure the clip is elsewhere online but basically they went to Utah I think and um they were recreating they had seen a video of this guy doing like a stunt where they had an excavator which is like a giant construction crane they put it in like two foot deep water and then spin it around so you can wakeboard they have a rope connected and they have a, a wakeboard going around it this was all also like david had taken a hiatus i guess from vlogging and this was gonna be his return and leading up to it i guess jeff natalie and todd were all doing these like it was this super intensive uh skydiving thing i guess they spent like weeks at this skydiving camp where they were like D jumping multiple times a day because David's whole thing was this next season of vlogs we have to step it up and we're the, like they're going to be doing stunts so right off the bat the and fuck? like Jeff prefaces a lot of that in the vid that's a lot of that's in Jeff's documentary and it's interesting because his whole reason for bringing it up is that by the time they got to this excavator stunt where they're wakeboarding around he was like I've been jumping out of planes for months like this is nothing like I didn't even think twice about it. But even back to the plane thing, obviously when you go do any kind of skydiving thing, you have to sign 
liability releases in case something happens. I'm sure they were just signing for themselves. I don't feel like David provided them with insurance or anything for any of that, which that alone is crazy because he had them do it. Like he, he, like Natalie even says in one of the documentaries, like, yeah, I was down to do it because I got a week off work. Like, okay. So, but what about if something happened? Was he going to cover it? Or was it just like, hopefully he would cover it because you would assume he would. Well, maybe that's not the case because then after Jeff decides that he's been skydiving and that's not a big deal, he lets David tell him to get on this rope connected to the excavator, which does not have a wakeboard attached. So his foot is like in a loop of it and they start just swinging Jeff around it. I don't know if David was the one that... There's so many questions that lead into this because, uh, spoiler alert, Jeff is now suing him for $10 million. As he should. Don't even get into the, the legal case. You have to even think of the stuff that went into, did David rent the excavator? If he did, I would have to assume it requires some kind of like training or something. Um, I'm going to guess he didn't do that. And then <laughs> even if he did, I'm going to guess on it, it probably doesn't say operate with one hand while you have your other hand vlogging. You don't think so? I'm going to guess no. It's an educated <laughs> guess. I'm not like totally positive, but... um. I would bet my what life What kind of on fucking it. shot was he even getting well, that made this worth it? And this is so not a big deal, but I think it's so funny because I feel like in multiple videos now, I have heard not just David, but like Natalie or someone, even Jeff describing it as David going, oh, the shot, it looks so beautiful. It's so cinematic. <laughs> Name me one David Dobrik vlog that is cinematic. Like, that's not... I think that he thought very highly of his vlogs and did expect the world of the vlog squad like you need to do what i need you to do when i need you to do it which is insane because he was not paying them he was not doing anything that would have made that worth it for them other than giving them obviously the clout that they got that has allowed them to kind of go individually into their own channels sure whatever there's an argument to be made there but like 100 he really expected so fucking much but the fact that then they're trying to act like it wasn't like them trying to get it because it was like oh that's a cool stunt that you're doing not like I guess, the cinematic but shot with the water in the background. No, that wasn't why you were doing it. It was just the way they phrased it was very not like, no, you wanted well, him to do a cool stunt. Yeah. And honestly, just long story short, the machine has this feature that if it spins and spins and spins and spins, it's going to stop abruptly um, because it's a safety measure. Well, another that thing you would learn don't... in a, in any kind of safety or certification class, I would assume. Right. Basically, it stops suddenly. Jeff slammed into the excavator and he's had like nine surgeries. I think he's like almost blind in one eye. He's had like brain damage and shit. It's just the worst case scenario other than death, I think, happened. And I have to say that like... David is so lucky that it happened to Jeff. I mean, now he's obviously being sued, but he wasn't gonna be sued. Jeff, for the longest time, rode for David, which he really didn't have to do, and just kind of forgave him and basically told David, pay my medical bills and we'll call it even, which is insane. And then apparently David started falling behind on paying those medical bills. That pissed Jeff off. How is that gonna... like? If you had someone as gracious as Jeff, like you, you just literally were the person responsible for potentially ruining his life and you have shit tons of money. And the only thing you have to do to prevent this from getting worse is just be a friend and pay for his. And, and yeah, on, but you're not, you're forgetting that. And something that's been pretty evident from David is that he is super, super selfish. And I I think that because he did so many brand deals, let's not forget all of the times that he donated Teslas and he donated to the homeless and he donated all of those things. Those videos were sponsored. And what you guys need to understand is that there is so much fucking money in sponsorships. You have you cannot even conceptualize it unless you've lived it like this is insane. And so you have no idea on top of that. His brand deals are not even what normal influencers deal with. Because I've heard um, from reliable sources that, so for example, if I wanted to do a brand deal and I gave away a car, basically what they're paying you for is your distribution and like getting eyeballs on it. They're not, you can add in, like if they needed you to like go film something in the middle of the desert or like in Utah, that you could ask for like additional budget for production. Generally, they're just giving you like a lump sum that includes everything and we're paying for you to make it. 
for David, he would get that, but then he'd also be like, but I'm not doing it unless you also throw in a Tesla. So then it's not even like he would be taking the Tesla out of his earnings from his brand deal. He also then is requesting this additional like, oh, I need a hundred grand because I need to also give my friend a Tesla. And honestly, he was getting yeah. enough views that brands would be okay with that. So he's not even operating like a normal influencer. He's getting anything he asked for. Yeah, and, and, and what's weird is that I, as someone who has been in this space for a while, I've done a lot of brand deals, I've worked with a lot of brands, I actually got sucked into it because at that time when I would see his videos where he was giving the money to homeless people and the cars and stuff, I was like, that's kind of nice. But now I look back at it and I'm like, no, dude, he was paid hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars to do it. He profited in every single video where he gave something away. And he's not this dude who just does things out of the kindness of his heart. I'm not saying that nothing, you know, was done out of a nice place, but most of the time he profited off of it. So I mean, I don't know. I just yeah, feel like I, that's a whole other conversation you can have when it's like same with how people like when they film homeless people like they're giving them money so that's a yeah. positive thing but if you're filming it like yeah. if the attention is not as genuine as the act then it's questionable yeah it's like he's done things that i think people it has changed their lives so i'm glad he did it but yes i think it's important that everyone know it wasn't just like because he could it was like no he yeah. did it because those videos fucking killed it and yeah. anyone could watch that my mom could watch one of the videos where he gives away laptops and think it's cute so yeah. it's also yeah. interesting because that's a lot of the time I think when he really blew up and people first got introduced to him because I at one point prior actually it was probably around then because everyone was talking about him all the time and I went back and started watching like original ones and my immediate reaction was, oh my God, this is so inappropriate. How has he not been canceled yet? Because of just not, I, there's a ton of racist stuff in there, but more than anything, so much sexist stuff that, which makes sense now that you had the Zane and, uh, who was it all? Heath? Heath now you told yeah. the Zane and Heath story because they were so mean to Corinna in all of the beginning ones. And I just remember being like, is she okay with this? This is so strange. I bet you she's not, but it's so uncomfortable when you're in that environment that you just laugh and and she was like hometown friends with them. So I I do get when there's a different dynamic that like it would come across differently to other people because they don't know you're kidding yeah. as much as you are, but not appropriate. And then he got yeah. all these followers and it content like his inappropriate stuff continued for a very long time until he had yeah. to address. And every time he addressed it, it was not a good way of doing so. It was very like, sorry if you were offended and sorry if you were mad I took the video down. He he is someone that in general, I would just classify from my perspective as a pretty selfish person. And I think that he did not realize the golden ticket that he was handled because, I mean, he could have easily been charged with manslaughter like Jeff could have easily died it's not just like oh you know this anything could have happened no Jeff literally could have died if just what was it like a like a millimeter had been literally, off like, he Jeff's could have just been dead so broken open like I so here's the thing yeah. is I what I'm curious about with David is because I, I think he might and this doesn't excuse it by any stretch of the imagination and he should have someone set him straight but I kind of feel like David is treating this whole thing like it was a bunch of friends that went snowboarding and one of them broke their arm so it's like well the friend yeah. chose to go snowboarding so it doesn't matter that I was filming a video of us all doing it because like he wanted to do well, it. well that's and I'm like that's you speculating but it's not so much speculation because when you look at David's interview or whatever with Casey Neistat he pretty much makes it known that he does believe it's he, Jeff's or fault. Or at least he 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 tries or to it was plant his a idea. lot of seeds. And, and not just even in that, but then he did that follow-up podcast, his own podcast, where he continued to talk about it for way too long. And he had oh my God, Jason that was so and Natalie. Cringe with Jason and then Nash. they were just like, basically like nodding like, uh-huh, oh, you're right, yes, uh-huh. I just don't think he can grasp. If this was a TV show, you would not be able to do anything without insurance do you know we would get turned down from doing things that uh for clever that were not even dangerous but it was just like oh the oh, liability yeah. is too much sorry we can't yeah. if he never has any liability well, releases that he's getting signed or any kind of insurance people like trying to analyze any of these stunts that he's about to do which apparently this whole new season of his log is going to be these crazy stunts did he get anyone to 
look into the skydiving because then I definitely don't think he got anyone to look at this excavator thing. And it's like, I don't understand how you could possibly think this wasn't a friend's trip. They wouldn't have gone if you weren't filming your vlog and he wouldn't have done it if you weren't filming your vlog. Oh, there's just a hundred percent Jeff's gonna win this case. Like there is so much evidence and David is fucked. So David's only hope was that Jeff would not do anything. And Jeff is very much like H3 uh, is always making jokes about it, Ethan, where he's always just like, Jeff's like, I'm not gonna tell you nothing. Like uh, my, my lips are tied. Like it's like, yeah, I ain't no snitch. So that's literally how Jeff is. Well, he's Jeff from is Miami uh, very, and, like, used to well, be a drug went, dealer, I guess. So it's like, he's very, he wanted to be low key about right. it Right, well, yeah, Jeff went to prison, which I think kind of instilled this mentality of like snitches get stitches. And so he was very much so going to let this slide, which I think he is one of the only people in the world who would let this slide because I certainly would not no, have let this slide. but also what's sad is that I'm sure that, and this is again, just my assumption because I don't know him, but I can't imagine Jeff doesn't also feel guilt about it thinking that it's like, well, I chose to do it. So this is partially. My of course fault. he does. Yeah. So it's of like, of course he does. I think that he genuinely saw David as a friend. And I know this is kind of harsh to say, but I think that David is a little bit too, a little bit too selfish, a little too self absorbed to really be a true friend to any of these people. I think that he maybe thinks that he is, but he's very much so looking out for himself. And it's really evident in this case, because let me tell you something, if this, forget about this happening, this is like traumatic. If anything happened to any of my friends, if one of you guys, you know, came to my house and we're not filming anything and like you break your fucking arm here, I'm going to feel awful. Like I'm going to be like, are you, oh my God, like well, what the fuck? And I just don't feel like David has that capability. I feel like he's so like in his own head in a cloud of just David that that's all when he cares about gotten that big and you have to have like I don't think I don't know if he has a manager but he has to have like agents and like people that are weighing in on his of course in some capacity as some kind of team how has no one been like hey we need to get some more like legal insurance stuff in place because you guys are doing some crazy shit well, and like because it's not like this is the first time anything's happened like there's it's never been anything that serious but there have been injuries or like questionable scenarios in the past that you would think that would have triggered them to be like you know, maybe we should take some extra yeah. steps to be safe about this. But he yeah. didn't. And then the fact that even now he's trying, like, he doesn't realize how big of a problem that is. Because, like, I have a friend that in college, um, she has a house in Havasu, which is not that far from ASU. We'd go pretty often. So she'd bring different groups of people. And every single time we went, her dad, who's a business owner and, like, a very smart guy, but he'd have a bunch of releases ready for us to sign because they have jet skis and four wheelers and all the like equipment and stuff. And we're going to be drinking. So it's like if someone operates that drunk or not and is just like careless about it and gets hurt, her dad's not going to be the one paying the hospital bills because you were stupid because he did not tell you to do that. And he was not filming a vlog. Well, so it's like he yeah, has the I foresight think we'll though as like just a family man to be like, hey, I don't want to be responsible for all these t like drunk college kids. We all signed that when we yeah. first got there. And that was normal. So the fact that David doesn't yeah. have that when he's running an actual production where he's pulling in millions for what is Well, friends. we don't know. And I think that this lawsuit's going to tell us a lot more because there's a lot of like holes that haven't been filled because Jeff's, you know, tight lips. Like he's still not letting us know the details. And obviously I think now he probably can't because everything is a legal situation. But like, I think that the lawsuit itself is going to unveil a lot about what David actually had going on because I do feel like it was the most like rookie fucking shit show of an operation and if he's not if he hasn't rectified that yet and he's gonna do any sort of stunts i think he might just be the dumbest person on earth like if he keeps doing this shit he should have all of that stuff in place even if they're not doing stunts and then the fact like for something yeah. like that there should have been like literally a stunt coordinator there like that isn't i don't know how he's that like he's not 19 like he's old enough to know yeah. that these are dangerous things and I mean I agree that everyone else involved should have maybe been like maybe we shouldn't just do whatever David says but that doesn't change the fact that he is at fault yeah I don't know it's such a shitty situation but ultimately good for Jeff I'm totally totally team Jeff on this one like he should have done this a long time ago but I think it's not going to affect him at all the, the fact that he didn't and I think he has a really good case and I think he's going to fucking win and David's going to lose a shit so, ton of money so also speaking of the case though 
I do not know if this has been actually confirmed, but did you hear that supposedly, and I watched a clip, I just don't know how real the clip is, of Johnny Depp's lawyers leaving the courthouse one day and one of them walks up to the other and says, just had a call with David Dobrik and it went great. I did see I didn't hear all of that in the clip because I've seen it but um I did hear the name David Dobrik like I wasn't able to make out see, the rest the, whatever I watched it didn't confirm he was a client but it definitely confirmed that they were talking to him as a potential client if that's the case did you watch the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial uh i saw some of it yeah. i watched uh, too much of it so much of it that interested me wasn't even necessarily anything with johnny and amber it was to watch the lawyers because basically i'm curious because johnny depp's lawyers came out looking like fucking rock stars but i had so many thoughts during where i was like are they really that good or is it that Amber's team is just really, really bad? Because I thought that a billion honestly, times. like her team was like mispronouncing basic words that they were like part of their main defense and like their papers everywhere. They were just a mess. I really just doubt that they're going to be his lawyers, but I guess you never know. Um, but I will say that their only defense is to try to prove that this was basically Jeff's complete idea. But even if it was his idea, even if it was like, hey, please put me on this excavator it was still David operating it and that's exactly where, and uh, operating it not just like whoops I turned it the wrong way it was one hand holding a camera yeah, not knowing super and then if we find out later that also he wasn't certified to be driving yeah. or even supposed to be then that's going to take that's it even it. further so yeah. I think the only way David would ever get away with it is by some kind of like legal loopholes where for sure it's a language that makes him not responsible yeah anyway <laughs> um i feel like that, that's probably enough for today moving forward i i swear hopefully i god forbid that this does not go up on a sunday i will be mortified it will you guys we tried <laughs> so will. hard i can't even explain to you but, but it felt so defeating to not it, be able to get it up on sunday like i was extremely defeated and i had well, so much anxiety but you know what I, here I we are watch it i was about to like screen record my editing program but yeah um, but anyway, we're trying we really what we need a routine in our lives so this is yeah. giving us something to like have every week and yeah. uh we're really glad you guys are liking it and we want to know all of your suggestions if you liked this multiple topic kind of thing let us know yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we will see you next sunday and yes. every sunday after that yes so. so um leave comments for what you want to hear like the video share the video do all of the things all thank of them thank you for being here we love you thank you so much bye guys